Welcome to The Real Deal with Jason Silverman, the podcast dedicated to helping you build the business of your dreams and live the life you always hoped for, with valuable and fun tips and info to make your life easier and more fun. And now, here's your host, a man who sprinkles metal shavings on his breakfast cereal just for fun, Jason Silverman. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Real Deal with Silverman. I'm your host, Jason Silverman, and I'm thrilled to share some more time with you today. I hope you're having a spectacular week. I've got to tell you, all is well finally here in New Jersey. Had about two weeks of sick kiddos, and I'm happy to say that everybody in Casa Silverman is healthy again. You know, having a sick three-year-old boy and a sick five-year-old girl running around the house doesn't lead to an awful lot of productivity for anybody. So it's, uh, number one, great to see everybody up, running, smiling, crazy as normal, and number two, to really get back to work. So I'm thrilled to, as I said, share a little bit more time with you guys today. So I, I, I got to tell you, I'm so pumped about today's episode of The Real Deal. You know, I'm super excited when I get the opportunity to share some time with somebody who I feel is really smart, and today is one of those days. She's the real deal on so many levels, and I'm confident that you're going to walk away from this episode feeling great about the info she shares. Now, in my search to continually bring both interesting as well as super beneficial guests, today's show is right on par. I want to introduce my listeners to somebody who plays the game full out, and I know we've got a winner here today. Now, for the folks who I work with in any of my coaching programs, my mastermind groups, or through Powerful Words Character Development, All-Star Cheer Sites, or Dance Sites Done Right... You know how much I focus on you know, the need to successfully build and engage continually with your audience, right? Well, this show is going to help you to do just that. So today, it's going to be my honor and privilege to share an amazing resource with you. You're going to love today's guest. She's got a ton of valuable information to help you succeed, as well as a fun way to deliver it. So here's the deal, folks. Strap yourself in. Today's show is going to be a blast. As I'm sure you already know, you know, I'm committed to helping business owners just like you to become more successful, enjoy your career more, and in general, make your life significantly more fun. Because as we all know, we only get one ride. Let's make sure it's one hell of a ride. All right, boys and girls, it is now that time. I want you to stop surfing Facebook, put away your phone, your tablet, your dog, your cat, your spouse, your child, anything that might possibly distract you from today's show. You're about to get some great and immediately implementable information, and I don't want you to miss even a second of it. All right, so before we officially get going, I want to give you a little bit of background about our guest today. Katie Kremitzos is the host of Business Women Rock. It's the podcast, a show that shines the light on the incredible journeys of amazing businesswomen all over the world. She and her husband also run a local entrepreneurs organization called the Tampa Bay Business Owners, a peer group that provides resources to growing business owners. She's passionate about business, has a crazy love for birds, and plays a big game for a big impact. Sounds awesome. All right, Katie, welcome to The Real Deal. I'm thrilled to have you today. Hey, Jason. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really happy to be here. Ah, this should be spectacular. I'm so excited about, you know, as we spoke earlier, you know, some of the information that you have, I think, is so unique uh, and is going to be so helpful to a lot of our folks that I can't wait to dive in. So I'll tell you what, though, before we get started, you know, for those who haven't had the opportunity and pleasure of meeting you or really hearing you speak before, Take a second, if you would, share your story with our listeners. You know, what are you passionate about? What makes you tick? Who is Katie Kremitzos? Oh, boy. So, 
Um, I, I am just a very passionate person. I'm a businesswoman. Um, I live in Florida currently. I was raised in Arizona amongst a, a family of eight. And, um, so I've always really been a high achiever, um, an athlete, somebody who really, um, was constantly looking to grow both personally and whatever endeavor that I was doing. So when I came out to Florida, I came out here to um, get my master's degree, kind of went into corporate, was really, um, didn't have, you know, just wasn't happy there, and um, and then stepped out of the corporate world to step into my uh, then-boyfriend's company that was brand new uh, called the Tampa Bay Business Owners, and, um, and it was and still is an entrepreneur's organization, and um, we basically build a community, and we have an entire family of about 300-plus members all of whom own their own companies, and we basically put structure to um, them coming together. So tons of educational events, uh, tons of you know social events and opportunities for them to connect, and really a whole um, backbone of um, togetherness and um, an educational kind of getting, being able to have access to, re- to resources that they need to help them along in their business journeys that so many times for entrepreneurs is is not available. There's really very little structure as an entrepreneur when you're doing your own, your own thing, and tends to be a very lonely road. So that's um, that's kind of what we do as an organization. And you know, my journey into that has really been. This was my very first entrepreneurial journey, and so uh, it's been muddled with a lot of evolution, <laughs> a lot of lessons learned along the way. But the biggest lesson I learned along the way is that I absolutely love business. Um, you know, my, where I come to and my lens that I look at business is really through one of a process person, somebody who is an organizer, um, you know, does systems, all that sort of stuff, which is kind of a non-traditional, I guess not the so sexy version of the business. And so, um, you know, it was my journey all these years have really been one of learning how to do all those things a heck of a lot better. And then, um, and then the podcast Business Women Rock is a really wonderful sister community. What we do so well here in the Tampa Bay uh, area is really build a family, build a community, and be able to provide really great value to that community and, and allow that community to really grow and support and to, to support us and to support itself. And so, the Business Women Rock podcast is really the impetus behind building this great online community. And we have tens of thousands of listeners who listen in to these really great interviews that I have with just some rock star business women from all over the globe. And, you know, the idea there is for them to really share their stories and, uh, you know, be able to really connect with um, what these women are talking about and being able to go and use those things in their business. Exactly what you're doing here is really being able to present really great information for your listeners. Oh, I love this. This is fabulous. All right. Well, then let's dive in. I'd love to start with you know, your first business, the Tampa Bay Business Owners. So if you would, tell me, you know, when did you start it? And you know, I'm always about the story. So what was the process like to build that you know, specific online community? And, and also um, and, and in person, I should say. Yeah, it's a really great story. And I will not and cannot take credit for the idea. My husband um, is a genius marketer and a genius idea guy. Um, he has, has been an entrepreneur since, you know, back when he was a kid. And so he really is just a very creative person, really big visionary. And so six and a half years ago, um, you know, a couple months before he started the company, he was going around doing the networking thing just like everyone does. You know, they say you have to kind of do belly to belly networking and he was going out doing that and he 
was just incredibly disillusioned by the fact that he didn't feel like, um, he felt like he was getting sold at all of these events is really what it was. Like there was this sort of, you know, exchange of cards and here's who I am and call me, you know, he, I think you should have my service. And, and there, there was just no heart. He felt, you know, there, that there was no soul behind, um, really wanting to make a true relationship and connection and help each other along on the business journey. And so he got at the time, probably like 25, 50, I don't remember how many, but he got a handful of people in the room that he knew. And he just said, Hey, listen, I want to, helping each other out are you there you're uh you're 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 fading it sorry i thought that that hung up on me (laughs) (laughs) oh my anyway sorry um you can edit that (laughs) no problem Uh, so anyway so he you know he he really kind of presented this idea to the crowd and just said i want to create something that is a community that truly is peers helping each other out and you know people raised their hand and said i'm in and what started with you know maybe 20 people back then has now grown into, like I said, about 310 people who throughout our local area all want to come because they, for a couple of reasons, they want to be around other really great, smart and on fire entrepreneurs. And they want to also learn on how to grow their own businesses. So, um, so the story, you know, that's really how it started. I came in because I was working in corporate and, um, and I had heard about his organization. I had, I had met him kind of through the grapevine and, we have this great, you know, kind of story of how, how he and I actually became a couple. But um, I actually came into the program as as a member um, just about six months into the program. I came in because I was at the time I, you know, very passionate writer, and I was sort of writing this book to try and like sell this book instead of having to work in corporate. And so I was like, okay, I need to be around other business people. I need to understand the business of writing and marketing and getting it out. I don't need to be around other writers. I need to I need to know the business of this. So. I went around all these people, true to form. They were amazing. They they really believed in the culture of truly helping each other out. They were constantly connecting me with resources I needed. And just like literally like a month or two into it, um, Chris and I actually got together as a couple. And um, and after that, I was like, you know, I kind of feel weird like being a member here now. Maybe let me help you behind the scenes. And so I would come in. And um, by that time, I was still working my, my day job. So by that time, um, you know, I was just kind of coming in after hours, like, um, you know, Hey, let me, let me see if I can, you know, create this sales packet and let me see if I can create this marketing material and let me see if I can update this part of the website. And, um, Hey, let me clean out this paper thing that you got going on. Here. <laughs> and I just sort of brought my systems thing into it. And I didn't really know that I was a systems girl at that time. I didn't know that that was my, that, that was really my gift. I just started organizing in the way that best suited me and I made sense for me for business flow. And so, um, so little by little, I just kept having more and more and taking over more and more responsibility until, you know, he and I both, um, had stakeholdership in the company and, and over the years have really figured out who does what and what those roles are and how we lead the company. Wild. Absolutely wild. Well, Tell me this, you know, and this is, I think this one, this this question and the answer, hopefully, will be very helpful to so many of our listeners because, you know, so many of them are also doing what you're doing. So I want to talk about working with your spouse. Um, I've I've worked with my wife now going on 16 years, so I know how how we do it, um, but it's a rarity to make it a success. So anytime I hear of somebody who's doing it and doing it right and doing it successfully, 
um, I'd love to kind of pick their brain a little. So, you know, what do you see as the benefits of having your business partner be your spouse? And, and probably more importantly, what are the challenges and how have you overcome them? That's a really great question. And, you know, I'll start by once again kind of saying that when we first started working together, I, I was the girlfriend and I definitely was not the face of the company. I, I, you know, nobody really knew who I am or what I did for the company. I mean, they know who I was, but you know, they weren't really knowing what was going on and, and what part I was taking in the company. And he and I were still kind of figuring that out. So, um, you know, as it's evolved, we've been married for two years now. What it has taken is a heck of a lot of communication and willingness to come to the table when something is not right um, and really move ego aside. And and so, you know, what I'll say is like probably some of the lowest moments have been uh, when either one of us, like our ego gets in the way or, you know, it's it's a power differential. Like especially in the beginning, we were, you know, I wasn't, I I didn't own any of the company and I was just kind of coming in but saying, hey, what about this and wanting to make a decision about something and he was the decider. I mean, he was the owner of the company. And so there was a lot of like headbutting as far as, well, you know, this isn't right for the company and, but I wanted it to be done. And so who actually does that and who has the final say? And mm. as our roles have evolved, obviously, you know, we're, we both have leadership in the company, but we have really had to really honestly sit down and say, what are you in charge of and who has the final say on these things? And, and it's been a heck of a lot of um, swallowing the ego and recognizing each other's strengths because where I know that he shines is as a visionary and as somebody who truly, in a really weird but amazing way, understands what people want and what's going to click with them and what's not. And so, and I like to think I'm pretty darn good at that, but I'm not nearly, I don't even hit the mark where he is. And so there's so many times when I might say, Yes, I want this logo. I think this logo is great. Let's go. And I've approved it through, you know, our designer. And then he'll come back to me. My husband will come back to me and say, no, that's not right. Here, this is the, this is the effect it's going to have. And it doesn't, it doesn't fit our brand in this way, in these three ways. And I'm like, God, I didn't even think about that. And darn it, I know he's right. <laughs> and, you know, back in the old days, I would get livid about that because it would at attack me as somebody who, um, you know, was a decision maker and instead of really, once again, kind of removing ego from that and saying, okay, what is best for the business? And so, you know, I, in a weird way, and I kind of even hate to say this, but like I had to, for our specific situation, I had to learn how to be a good number two before I could learn how to be a great number one. And I, I hated hearing that years ago. I really hated that, but there was definitely a power differential. Now we're very, you know, the um, roles that we have in the company are very definitive. We know what those are and what it has taken is a willingness to, to really talk stuff out. And because, you know, we're husband and wife and soulmates, there's a lot of times where um, we have to cut things off a certain way or, you know, there has been like, there's this emotional attachment that you have with your spouse, right? You know, mm -hmm. there's you can't like shut the door and go home and now you can go complain to your wife about how horrible your boss is or how horrible your business partner is. Like you just can't do that. Like you re you are forced to have to work out the emotional stuff behind the business stuff that's happening. And so sometimes that's really difficult because um, I might be really frustrated with him as a business partner, 
But, you know, me as a wife wants to be consoled and I want to, you know, have some softness because I'm upset about this business decision. And so we really have had to say, okay, I need to talk to you as my husband right now. And here's what I'm frustrated with. Okay, I need to talk to you as my business partner right now. And here's what I'm frustrated with. So um, it's really just been a lot of that um, willingness to really dissect who does what and and emotion and what role we're playing with each other at any given moment. I love that, you know, and, and it really echoes what happens in my house on a daily basis. Um, you know, there are times where, um, you know, and, and I'm sure this is similar. As a man, um, you know, I'm programmed to fix things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, not necessarily like in the nicest way possible, just to fix them. So, you know, when you're working with your spouse, you know, I've actually learned to say things like, wow, I totally see what you're saying here. Um you know, from my perspective, this is actually how I, I see it being resolved. Um, and it's amazing, you know, the, the subtle shifts in communication uh, and the, the need to actually think about, okay, so if I say this, how is this going to affect the rest of my life? Exactly. And I think there's so much to be said about that. You know, I'm I'm very lucky that I... My move out to Florida was to get my master's degree in communication. So I have studied for a long time <laughs> the art of how humans really interact with each other. So I have a whole academic and experiential, you know, um, a, a, a amount of information to bring to all of my relationships, which is great. Um, he is natural. I mean, he's just wonderful. And I could not have asked for anyone better who really knows how to communicate or more importantly is actually willing to communicate and do it in a very, um, uh, just a, a really mature way. And one who really understands, okay, when I say X, these are the repercussions that can happen. And if I frame it like Y, then all of a sudden things can shift, you know? So it's, it, it takes a very special person, a very self-aware person to be able to have those conversations. Well, you know, and, and here's, here's a subtle shift on this whole conversation that even if you're not working with your spouse, uh, I think this really drums in the importance of communication in general with your staff or your other business partners who you may not be married to. Oh, totally. Oh, my gosh, of course. And y- you have to bring that stuff in. You know, Have you ever read the book, The Five Love Languages? Yes. Um, okay, so there's – I'm sure it exists now, but you know, back in the day, he and I read that together when we were first um, getting together. It was wonderful because it gave us structure on, okay, what is your love language and how am I talking to you and all this sort of stuff. Well, we actually kind of um, utilize that and put that on the frame of our team members and our company. And, okay, how am I speaking, uh, you know, to my executive coordinator? Because this is really her love language, and this is how I'm going to get through to her versus this other way. So um, all of that willingness to, to, you know, communicate in a powerful way that truly connects with somebody, whether it's your husband or whether it's, you know, the people on your team, uh, vendors, clients, whatever it is, it's massive. I mean, that stuff is really, really huge. This is a fantastic conversation. Um, spectacular. All right. So here's one for you. You know, from what, from what I've seen with your work so far with the Tampa Bay business owners, you know, and the way you, you quickly and successfully have grown your podcast, clearly you know how to build a large and engaged community. So, <laughs> you know, I think this is going to be important for everybody listening. You know, if you would talk about how you've done it and, you know, how you get people both onto your podcast to listen as well as your local live events. You know, what what goes into keeping people engaged? 
That's a great question, and it's absolutely foundational to everything that I believe in and everything that we do in business, um, in all of the, both of the business endeavors that we have. So um, I will start by saying that, um, once again, it is definitely a team effort between my husband and I. We both um, approach building a community very differently, but in very complementary ways. So, you know, I'm going to talk about Tampa Bay business owners first because we cut our teeth and learned how to do it that way and took all of those lessons and have built out what you see um, for the Business Women Rock community that is continuing to grow like crazy, which is awesome. So the Tampa Bay business owners, um, you know, just a couple of points that I'll bring out. Number one um, is that as a part of the community, the very first thing that we really do is make sure we have great content, like nobody's business, the best ever content and value that you could ever imagine. So what that means is that we um, offer something that we believe in a thousand percent and we're going to back it up a thousand percent and I believe in it. So I have no problem charging what it's worth. And um, so, you know, just kind of foundationally, that's a big part of it. Secondly, we attract the people who see that value and we say no to people who don't see that value or who are not the right cultural fit. So much of um, really kind of the, an overlying you know, message about building a community is you have to decide on what culture your community is going to have, and then you need to defend and build that culture no matter what with everything it takes out of you. So what we do here locally is, you know, our organization is for business owners only. And I mean, you have to have a business up and running, but we have, you know, startups from startups all the way up to, you know, been in business for 40 years. But the, we're, we are always looking for the exact same thing. We're looking for somebody who's positive. We're looking for somebody who has, uh, you know, a passion and wants to grow and has that fire in their belly. We're looking for people who truly believe that their job is to provide value to the community and not to sell, you know, like not to do the nasty selling thing, but just to, um, just to really provide value and help each other out and do business when those relationships are really built. So, we are constantly looking for those people, and every person who's interested in our community has to have a one-on-one, kind of an interview, like a one-on-one conversation with us about who they are so we can really understand who they are, what their what their values are, what they're looking for, make sure that we have what they're looking for, and then present who we are and what we have and make sure it's a really good fit. So, um, you know, on the ground level, it's very time-consuming, but it, it works wonders because now we've set up the expectations of here's who we are, and we're kind of getting a feeling, you know, there are three of us um, on the team who really will meet with potential members at any given moment. And so we're looking for those things. We're very intuitive about what that is. And um, we're looking for those things. When we find the right person, we're like, awesome, very, very cool. And then when we don't, when we're sitting across from somebody who is just either not that person or their their business doesn't need what we have. And, um, you know, they, they really truly need a referrals group and they're kind of looking to us to be a referrals group, but that's not who we are. Like we kind of have to do a whole re-education. So, um, you know, thankfully great people bring in more great people. So, you know, it's not too often that we're actually saying no to people, but we absolutely say no to people. So that larger, what that ends up doing for the community and building the community is that, it sets a tone for the culture and who the people are in the room and how they're uh, expected to act. And the great thing is, is that when you have great people in the room, they naturally will act the way that you expect them because those are the right people, right? So, but you, you build out kind of the foundation of your culture, the expectation of your culture and the rules of the culture. And then what we do is we um, take them through what we call a quick start program. And so it gives them the lay of the land, kind of like an orientation, but 
a lot more. I mean, really gives them the lay of the land, what the expectations are, who they are, how they really optimize their membership, all that good stuff, right? So that's how it works for the Tampa Bay business owners. And what ends up happening is that those people who are so impassioned by who we are, what we do, because we have got all of those. I mean, all of our members are so on fire about who we are and what we do because we're not like anything else that they've ever experienced. They believe in our culture. We've now trained them about our culture. They are, they embody our culture. So they now go and preach our culture to others and they're kind of um, policing that culture, if you will, to others. And so it's, it's a great effect. Bear with me a second. I've got a dog in the background who's decided that <laughs> he's now waking okay. up from his nap. I apologize. Don't worry. Last week I had my birds in the, in the background. So don't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, real life is real life. That's exactly right. Well, now, I, I, I love it. So you've, you've basically got um, members who are, you know, so enthusiastic about what you're doing that they're naturally, naturally causing others to be enthusiastic as well. Absolutely. I mean, there's an entire energy that happens in our room that I hear that I, and I, I'm, you know, I'm biased because it's my room, but I, I hear this feedback from everyone. I hear it all the time. Like, oh my gosh, this is like nothing I've ever been to. These events are like nothing I've ever been to. The people are, oh my gosh, this is, there's a whole energy that happens here that doesn't happen anywhere else. So that livens us up to just keep on building out this great community. Now, how that translates into Business Women in Rock is that we have learned all of these things through these six years on what works and what doesn't, and now we're translating that into the Business Women in Rock community. So what that means is, once again, you know, um, making sure the right people are there. So making sure I'm talking to the right audience and the right that right businesswoman is the one listening and hearing what she needs to hear, and she she gets it and she feels a part of it and she's attracted to that. So I need to be that culture that says, here's who we are and here's what we're all about. And I do that by just talking about who I am and what my values are. You can hear that in the kind of conversations I'm having with my guests. I mean, what the expectations of the the realness of business. This isn't the fluffy success story. This is the realness of this, and we want to share that. So it's a lot in my language. Um, you know, we have a very, very active Facebook group or Facebook page. Um, of, you know, great quotes and things that we're putting out there that once again say and speak to who the Business Women Rock community is and that right woman who connects with that is going to be attracted to that. We've just opened up a, fa- a private Facebook group, totally exclusive, called the BWR Connect, where we are now offering all these great women who've been listening and loving it and, you know, following us on Facebook, following us on Twitter. Now they have a home. Now they have somewhere to go to start connecting with all of these other great business women. And don't you know, the first thing that I did was had a, a guidelines, like here are the guidelines, here's what it is. There's no pitching. This is not a pitching fest. This is all about supporting one another on our journeys. You know, here's what is okay. Here's what is not okay. So setting those expectations. And then one thing that I'll say is that we in Business Women Rock, we highlight, you talk about engaging your audience. We highlight women who are part of the community. So Every single Wednesday on my show, I have a series called Business Women Wednesday. And aside from the guests for that day, I actually shine the light on one of the awesome, amazing women who's a part of the Business Women Rock community. And so I'm giving a brief, you know, like 60-second spiel about who she is and all this great stuff that she's doing. And keep up the great work, girl. Way to go. So now, now I have more women interested in filling out the application to be you know, to be highlighted and what they're all about. So we're fun. people are engaged and they're getting more like, hey, I want to know more. People are leaving comments on the website. They're, you know, making comments on the actual podcast and and, the, and they're, you know, active on the um, 
on the social media platforms and we reply and we're actively doing stuff. So there's a lot of that stuff going on that's just making sure that we are showing how much we appreciate these women in the, the most intimate and individual way by doing something like a Business Women Wednesday and kind of a mass way in posting a really great quote that that now we're getting 200 some odd shares on, you know? Wow. Wow, wow. That's marvelous. Really is. Thanks, um, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, you know, and, and that's what it sounds like. It, it doesn't sound like another boring thing that somebody has to do. It sounds like something that they're excited to be involved in. That's exactly right. And that's that's the point. And I got to tell you, that's where my husband comes in because he I'm I'm process girl. OK, so I'm like, OK, what's step one through 10 to build out the build these, you know, uh, tools out on Facebook and how to do A, B and C. And what are we doing on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday? That's me. He is the guy who will always think, what do they really want? Like, yes, Katie, you might want to you might want to, you know, talk to somebody about how to hire and fire employees, but you know, that's kind of boring to do all the time. Like, let's talk about the sexy thing over here. And this is what people really want to know. And lo and behold, like everyone really gets attracted to that. And so he sees trends. He sees what, what people are really sticking with. And especially on our plat, our really powerful platforms like Facebook, he's very good about um, seeing the activity level. So, okay, we posted this picture of our, um, of our guest and it got, you know, 300 likes and then we post a different style of picture about our guests and it only got you know 20 likes okay what's the difference and what do we, what did we do right over here that we didn't do over here so he he really is the one who's constantly thinking like okay what what are these people really wanting and then how can we serve it to them before they even know that they want it that's his skill and he's amazing at it spectacular spectacular all right I have one more question for you. Well, actually two, but uh, I'll start with this one. You know, it seems like so many podcasts have been launched this year. You know, what did you guys do and what did you specifically do as a beginner so that you dominated the top 10 of new and noteworthy? Um, as well as what did you do to grow that Facebook community where you're over 12,000 fans, right? Uh, yeah, we're just shy of 14,000 actually. Wow. <laughs> or about 13,500 or something like that. So, um, that is an awesome question, and I'm going to say first and foremost that it was not happenstance. It was it was planned. It was very deliberate, and we had a strategy, and we executed like a mad woman. So um, we the very first thing that we did is we saw who else was doing what we wanted to do, and we got educated. So you know, I, I always get a little 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 shout out to John Lee Dumas and Kate Erickson who have Entrepreneur on Fire. Definitely saw what they were doing, loved it, and and immediately invested into their podcasters' paradise because we wanted to learn already, so we didn't have to take, we didn't have to, you know, stumble. Mm -hmm. So we knew right away that that those first, you know, eight weeks uh, of new and noteworthy were really, really important for you know gaining an audience right at first. So we planned our whole marketing strategy around that. So the first thing we did actually uh, before we launched in February of this year. Back in December, right around Christmas time, we started our Facebook group. And so we were, you know, we did targeted ads to get in front of um, the, the groups who were, um, you know, had these women in there already. We, you know, we just were posting really great creative things. We were just doing anything, kind of trying a few things to see where it really stuck. And within two weeks, we had like 2,000 likes already. So we were like, okay, there's definitely an audience here, definitely people who are wanting to do this. I was posting stuff about me and getting doing all these interviews, and I'm so excited to bring this to you guys. So I was sort of creating buzz out there. And so we knew that when we were ready to launch, we would have this community of, I think we launched about 5,000 people, so 5,000 likes. So it was great because we had, we had followers already, right? 
But I'm going to tell you kind of the secret to our sauce. So we, um, when we launched, we knew that we, there's a certain algorithm within new and noteworthy, within um, iTunes that kind of brings you up to the new and noteworthy. So a couple of those things are making sure you're getting comments, you're getting ratings, you're getting likes, you're, you know, people are listening, they're downloading, all that sort of stuff. So we really, truly reached out to our community locally and you know, simultaneously, this online business women rock community, we personally reached out to them and said, can you please help us? We need your support. Can you please go here and rate? And we, we literally, anyone who said yes, we sent them an email that said, great, here's step one, two, three on how to do that. If you're in iTunes, here's how you do it. If you're in Stitcher, here's how you do it. And we just, we asked for the help and they helped. And, you know, within, uh, gosh, within a very short amount of time, we had like a hundred, a uh, hundred, uh, people rating us. We had, we now have like shy of 200 comments and ratings on iTunes. And, and, you know, we had people listening. We, I mean, we really made the personal ask on so many people. I mean, my husband and I both were like, you know, calling my family, what are you doing right now? Can you go listen to this? I need you. Can you go share it with your friends? <laughs> and we just, we are so, genuine in who we are and that our mission is to really help and, and make an impact. And so it was never seen as a negative. It was always seen as like, wow, this is part of what they're doing and their mission. And so we want to help them. And thankfully, you know, we've spent six years surrounding ourselves by really amazing business owners who get it. And, you know, this whole following that we had built already of Business Women Rock, they were excited. So they were getting it and they were sharing. And so um, you know, we were doing little contests online. I mean, just all this stuff to get the buzz and get activity because you can have buzz all day long, but if you don't have people actually going and doing, it doesn't mean anything. So we really, uh, it was a really grassroots um, effort to, to make sure that we were doing everything that was needed to, to fit and, and be in the good graces of iTunes and see and be in that new and noteworthy to the point that actually iTunes podcast themselves tweeted out about the Business Women Rock uh, podcast, I think in week four, week three or four or something like that. And that was amazing. So, you know, to, to the tune that even iTunes really recognized us, which was really neat. Wow. That, that, that's spectacular. And you know, what a great roadmap you just provided for so many folks listening. So thank you for doing that. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Let me tell me this, you know, for, for those who want more information and really to get a hold of you or, or really check out what you're doing. How can folks, how can our listeners find out more about you? So you can find out more about the Business Women Rock podcast and more about me and all the great things that we're doing here for this community at bizwomenrock.com. And you can go there. And if you opt in, you'll actually get a personal invite from me to become part of our private Facebook group and um, get in the conversation with us. Fantastic. So B-I-Z-W-O-M-E-N-R-O-C-K.com. That's it. Marvels. I just want to make sure I've got this down in the show notes perfectly for everybody. All right. Spectacular. All right. My final question that I loved in my podcast with is, you know, if you could give business owners just one solid piece of advice to either help their business or more importantly, help them to live a better life, what would that piece of advice be? Wow. Um, that's a really great question. I think foundationally, I would give the advice to always do personal work because I think that looking in on yourself as a person will drive who you are and who you show up to be as a business person. And if you, you might be, you know, you might do all the right things as a business person, but if you're not settled in who you are and you're not at peace with that and you're not fired up about that from inside out, it's going to crack. So 
Um, I think that creating and building a successful business has to start from the inside out. So the more personal work, the more, um, you know, figuring out who you are, what's important to you, staying in line with who you are, doing all these things, combating ego when it comes up um, and, and combating all the negative that comes up when it does come because it does. Um, the, the more that you can do of that and the clearer you can get and the more in touch with yourself that you can get, the better and the more successful you're going to be. Fabulous answer. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Katie, thank you so much for joining me today. I, you know, I know how busy your schedule is. I can only imagine how crazy it is actually. And <laughs> I, you know, I truly appreciate you joining us and sharing some of your time and wisdom with us. It's never too busy for you, Jason. You have an amazing podcast. I really, really love it. And um, I'm so grateful and honored that you would have me here. Thank you so much. Thank you. Well, folks, that's all the time we've got today. Thanks for tuning into The Real Deal with Jason Silverman. For more information about private coaching or to see if you'd benefit from one of our mastermind groups, visit me over at www.jasonmsilverman.com. I look forward to helping you achieve the success that you truly deserve. Until next time, let me leave you with this. Get out there and be the real deal. Set a goal, make a plan, work like hell towards it, and achieve the success that you truly deserve. Now's the time. Get out there and make it happen. Go get them, guys. This has been Jason Silverman, and I hope you have a spectacular week. You've been listening to The Real Deal with Jason Silverman. To access the great resources mentioned in the show and for information on coaching and mastermind group opportunities with Jason, please visit jasonmsilverman.com. 